What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. I am with my co-host, Sharona. So this is the George Mossy Show. We watched 90 Day Fiance The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 2. There's so much to talk about. I can't waste a lot of time, but I have one thing that is bad news to share with everyone if you haven't figured it out already. Next week is the Super Bowl. If you didn't want to watch the Super Bowl, you have to because 90 Day Fiance The Other Way will not be on. But Rihanna is singing at the halftime show, so that might work for you. So let's talk about... Danielle and Johan, right? So we watched them and Johan has decided to give this round to Danielle. He said that we can revisit this later at a later date because if we're not doing well and we're not prosperous and successful here in the DR, we will go to the United States. And you guys know in order to be successful and rich in the DR, you probably have to be like a politician or a drug dealer. It's really difficult to make a lot of money there. So that is a conversation they're going to have to revisit because we still don't know what Danielle is going to be doing for work, but we know what Johan is doing for work. Johan has opened a butcher shop. So he was a fitness trainer at a resort, and now he is a butcher. Right. That's what you call it, right? A butcher. Yeah, a butcher. So he has a butcher shop. And the first thing that I noticed, along with the rest of the country, is that Johan keeps meat out at room temperature in a building with no door and no windows. And there's flies everywhere. And the first thing that came to my mind was, how is it that everyone in the Dominican Republic are healthy and not sick from foodborne illnesses? Right. Like, how do you feel about the meat situation? And we did learn this is completely normal to people in the Dominican Republic. Oh, God, that was, oh, that was something else, honestly. Like, I personally would have had, like, probably a worse reaction than Danielle because that's, like, just freaked me out. Like, seeing all the meat just sitting there when, like, we've, you know, grown accustomed to having it really cold and the fact that you shouldn't eat anything if flies have been on it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they do that. I mean, maybe... I mean, I guess it's normal, but, but it's not right it's because, not okay, normal. background. I used to work in fast food way back in the day. And I took like the classes, the state certifications where you have to learn how food can be handled and stuff. We mm -hmm. were always told food cannot be handled at room temperature, which is called the temperature danger zone for mm -hmm. a long period of time. And I was like, there's no customers in this butcher shop. Why the hell is the meat sitting on this table at room temperature? What the hell was going on? Yeah, that really freaked me out. Like, I, I mean, obviously, we would probably never buy that because we are from a country where we are taught that that is not right. Yes. But I guess over there, if it's normal, but he said all the butcher shops like that, they should show us some more butcher shops. I want to know if this is really normal. Right. And Danielle feels that way, too. And she also feels that Johan is not running the business correctly. And I can't say if he is or he isn't because she has her own yoga business, which she's been running, and she keeps checks and balances, and she does it online. And, you know, the amount that you spend should always be less than the amount that you make. That's how you know you stay in the green, blah, blah, blah. He has all of his stuff written down in a notebook, which he does keep notes. I've heard of people running businesses who don't write anything down. So mm -hmm. he is on the right track. But she's like, I don't know how you manage to get startup money. And how you're paying people because you're not making enough money. And he's like, trust me, I know what I'm doing. And she's like, I don't trust that you do. I don't trust that you are doing simple math. And I was like, Danielle, how did you manage to marry a man that you aren't convinced can do simple math? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, I feel like their whole interaction this episode was just like a lot. Um, 
because I get where she's coming from. She wants them to be having a profitable business. That's what anyone would ever want for their spouse or just anyone that they know. So I get where she's coming from. But I also, I mean, I don't know exactly like where the money's coming from because he wouldn't tell her. So where did it come from? And that's what we really want to know. Like, where did well, you get it? Twitter says it's from another woman, but that's all hearsay. We can't prove any of that whatsoever, but that's what Twitter believes. That's why he wouldn't tell her. Or he has an OnlyFans. Actually, he does have an OnlyFans, but this just recently started a few days ago. So that's probably not what it was back then. But we are open to suggestions of how do you guys think he got the 20,000 pesos to start this business? That's a lot of money over there. You know, yeah. so like, how did he manage to do that? That's the question. <laughs> it is. So we got to meet Nicole on this episode and we got to see a video call with Mock Mood. Do you remember when we did the first episode and I said his name completely wrong? It is Mock Mood. If you're watching this, Mock Mood, I apologize. I also apologize to your parents for saying your name completely wrong. <laughs> so we met Nicole, who is 38 years old from Los Angeles, who is a clothing designer slash food delivery driver. She actually grew up in Iowa and lived in several states before she landed in LA, even worked in a fashion design job, which didn't work out. And she ended up doing a spiritual retreat in Egypt. I found out on this episode that they let people inside the pyramids. Did you know that? I didn't freaking know that. I didn't, but now I have to go because that's so cool. I thought you just had to look at them outside. Every picture I've ever seen was on the outside. So I'm assuming that you can't take pictures on the inside because I would like to know what they look like. So I'm jealous and now I want to go to Egypt. I'm just not going to come back married like (laughs) Nicole did because she actually met him in a fabric store and decided that their first interaction was enough for her to spend the entire day with him the next day. And actually, when he met, he said, you should stay here and be my wife. And then within um, a week later, After she had gotten back to Los Angeles, he asked her to marry him again. And then seven days from that, she was on an airplane back to Egypt to marry him. They're literally married. That was like mind blowing for me. And then 11 months into the marriage, she decided that they wanted to separate and she came back to the U.S. And now she's going back for more. And it's the typical Muslim cultural difference issues that we've been experiencing for years. It's always the Muslim men who want a beautiful American woman and they want to change her completely into their culture. And I don't understand why this happens so constantly. Yeah, um, I don't really get it either, especially if they are on this show. I hope that they are fans and I hope that they have watched past seasons to see what has happened. Um, and then just looking at the culture, it's like, I mean, if you're going to marry someone from a different culture, you should probably just do your research, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to go over there, you're going to live there. And if they want you to live that lifestyle, if you're not with them, I mean, you should just really know what you're getting into. Like, come on, anyone that's going to be in a, a relationship with someone that's in a different country and has different ethics and everything you need to know that because it's just going to be like your relationship so much harder i mean look at them they already started to get divorced but now they're getting back together but they're still fighting about the same issues nothing has been resolved whatsoever and like you said they're still fighting nothing has been resolved and even her friends are like you told us that y'all were separated it's been so Mm -hmm. long since 
we've heard his name or since you've been there. She had been going back and forth six times. And mm-hmm. then she finally called it quits and stopped. Or that could have to do with COVID. She didn't really specify why she stopped mm-hmm. going back and forth, but there were issues. But I'm worried that she's going back with no resolution. Because when she gets there, it's going to be the same thing. He's going to want her to change the way she dresses. Because in their culture, women are not allowed to express themselves in literally any way. You literally can't even see their hair, which is crazy because she's an L.A. girl. And you know the things that L.A. girls do? They get their hair done, their Mm -hmm. nails done, and they dress sexy. So the idea for her, who creates clothes, fashion is her life, to go Mm -hmm. over there and give all of that up for this guy. I'm not saying that he's not worth it, but it's like, why would you want to go through that? I don't understand. And I know that they're married, but I know that their issues are great. So it's like, what makes her think going back this time, which is going to be like the fourth time, third time, is going to be any different? And the fact that she canceled his visa. I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. I mean, I don't know how that works exactly. Like if she canceled his visa, does that mean that they can't reapply for it later on? I mean... I think she just stopped the paperwork process so she could go back and and reapply. She just stopped the processing of it. Okay, but yeah, I think that they have so much to work on and that sometimes getting married right away in however long it was is not a really good idea. You should probably get to know the person a little better, especially if you already have so many cultural differences. Google, 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 Google the cultures and where they are. And I can't say that she didn't understand because she was physically there. She saw mm-hmm. where what was going on. But a tourist versus a resident yes. is always different, you know, because when we visit places and stuff, it's, we get to do things that residents don't. And we get to enjoy things that residents don't because we're tourists. We get to leave. We're not going to be there. So mm-hmm. I'm super worried about her because we saw a preview coming up where she was crying and she's homesick and she misses everything about her life. And she's an L.A. girl. L.A. girls are very strong, very independent, very intelligent. So the idea that she's going to give up her creativity for a man, is kind of scary. Yeah, I could never do that. If someone told me that I had to stop tattooing or something to be with them, I'd be like, I'm out. I can't do this. I I would die if I couldn't do something that I love. Like, I don't know what she's going to do. All right. So I want to talk about Isabel. We got to know Isabel a little bit. We got to know Gabe last week. So Isabel Mm -hmm. let us know that she is a mother of two. Her daughter, Sarah, who is a dancer, and then her son, Miguel, who's 11 years old, Sarah, 16. And she is a single mom who is very close with her family there in Colombia. And everything about Gabe, she loves. And she Mm -hmm. was actually caught off guard when she found out because, okay, she did something that I approve of 150,000%. She checked out Gabe on social media before the relationship proceeded. I approve this message. All ladies, all women in the world, everyone, check out people online before you let them in your house or you go anywhere alone (laughs) with them. This is the best way to get to know someone. And this actually gave her the information that she didn't have. She found out about Gabe's trans journey because he documented it on his social media. So when he actually sent that text message where she said she was okay with it, she and her daughter, Sarah, had already figured that out. They had already Mm -hmm. checked it out. And I think that is so smart. Isabel is very intelligent. Don't ever date anyone or do anything with anyone. Don't even get in the car with them unless you've seen an Instagram, a Facebook, a TikTok, something showing that they're not an axe murderer, right? Yes, exactly. Because you never know. I mean, I do. I can respect people that don't have social media. I get that. But I mean, I still need a background check, like at least something. Yeah, you got to know something. Where did this person come from? Did they just fall out of the sky one day? So 
I have a main concern because Isabel told us that her father is very conservative. And actually, mm -hmm. Sarah, Sarah co-signed. She was like, my worry is grandpa. And when he finds out about Gabe being trans, is he going to accept it? Now, here, I'm going back to where I started last week. Nobody's business is Gabe's business, right? Gabe's business is none of your business. And I feel like he does want to tell her family because he's marrying her and he wants to be welcomed into the family. But again... I personally believe transgender status is between you and whoever is in a relationship with you or who you want to share it with. And I feel like the idea that the reaction could be negative, I don't want them to know. Is that selfish? I just want them to stay out of it. They love each other. They accept Gabe for who he is, which is a, a man. So why go any further and jeopardize that? Yeah, I feel the same way, especially since like her daughter accepts it. Her daughter is perfectly fine with it. I mean, I thought it was really cool that she wants to tell her son. But, I mean, he is very young, so I don't know how well he's going to understand. Right. <clears throat> but telling her parents when they're already very conservative, but they already like him. Is true. that going to... And then she even said it can make her feel like she's being pulled away from her family. And, mm -hmm. like, if they already have such a good bond, all of them together, why take that bond away i don't know i feel like i feel like i'm so scared i don't want them to not like gabe anymore i love him i feel like they're such a great couple i know i feel like i want to take control of the situation and protect gabe we have to protect gabe at all costs right we have to step in and make sure that gabe is being protected and i feel like the best way to do that is for them to just stay out of the business and it's not like they're trying to get in the business gabe is trying to tell them the business but i yes. just don't know if telling them right away maybe wait a couple of years mm -hmm. even though like I don't know. I feel like it's not a betrayal because they're not in a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So it's it's none of their business. And their daughter, Isabel, loves him for who he is. She accepts him. Her children accept him. And mm -hmm. that's interesting you said that because when would be a good age to tell someone about that? That's been a huge hot topic on that. You know what? We're running out of time. So we're going to come back and talk about that because I want to talk about that Like because it's also important that Miguel knows what's going on and understands what's going on in their relationship. So we have to talk about when is a good age to bring that up so the child can understand and learn about it. Because I feel like we wouldn't have such issues with acceptance and gender equality if we started teaching acceptance and understanding at a younger age. And I feel like a lot of parents are like, oh, until they're 18, they should know. And I think that's where a lot of ignorance to the subject yeah. comes in. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for part one. We have to come back with part two and talk about the rest of the couples. So much went on on this episode. Unfortunately, there will not be a new episode next week. I'm sorry. I didn't make that decision. TLC did. I'm George Mossy. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy at georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast. And you have to follow Sharona too. Her TikTok and Instagram are right here at the bottom. And we will talk to all of you guys really soon.